What up, everybody? It's your host, Luther Van Sauce. We're back with another rendition of the Free of Style podcast. Free of Style. Without further ado, let's get into it, man. I hope you're ready. On a Monday, I'm waiting. A Tuesday, I'm fading. And a Wednesday, I am free. Oh, wait for it. From the falling, I hear you. And the darkness is a clear view. Come to rest. It's building. It's building. Cannot believe that we missed this one, y'all. 
you can't lie to me. I never Hey, she's happy and comfortable with herself. We're gonna get into it. This one's called Wish I Never. sex be the most uncomfortable I'm talking bathroom all that shit shower sex it's overrated but if you're a freak you down for anything you're just looking for the moment you're looking to set the scenario what what what's the scenario ah! Keep a piece on that stack and drive them up the wall, no rest stop. Couldn't keep it on the low like Red Rock. I was acting as a crowd of it. I know I could have held it down for you, but you really came to show out. Before I knew it, I was turned down, burnt out. That one hold Giving us time to pick up on some albums that we ain't even heard. They dropped under the wire. I'm talking Kelani right here. We missed LMA last week. We just got caught up with that. Might have a single or two. Blast. Wait for it. But listen to this. If this isn't Aaliyah. Oh, come on. this sinks into the next song with Justin Bieber. Keep me up there. 
Alright, that's enough. Kelani smoked that shit. I need more guns than this. Free of Style Podcast, episode 97. I was bugging last week. And I'm actually happy that this one's 97. Because we enjoying the 90s. Ain't I? Like I just said, just come out consistently. Come out, play hard and smart uh, for the whole 48 minutes. Move! Say what? Say what? Say what? Say what? Move, get out the way. Get out the way, bitch. Get out the way. Move, bitch. Get out the way. Get out the way, bitch. Get out the way. Move, bitch. Get out the way. Get out the way, bitch. Get out the way. Move, Get out the way. Get out the way, bitch. Get out the way. Oh, no. The fight's out. I'm about to punch your Cap, I do not know the lyrics to this track. However, move, bish. Bye, Felicia. <laughs> no, actually, it's a good hello and welcome to the pod. Hope everyone had a good week. I hope everyone has managed to get over the hump. Last week of May, it's a doozy. Everyone ready to go sip my ties? by the beach if you're not quite there yet allow us to get you through there free nation we got you they got mystical up in it Everybody paying their alimony, child support is due. We seen court cases up in the tabloids. Amber, Johnny Depp. Come on, get this track out of the way. That's right. The court case between Johnny Depp and Amber Heard has reached jury. Whatever they call it. Whatever they. The, ju- the jury is taking their time with this shit because it got out on Friday. And this is more than just a recess. They're taking the time to figure out, hey, who's leaving Who's leaving with $100 million? I mean, it's ridiculous Amber Heard has turned around and sued Johnny Depp for, 
a good 10 times the amount that he was asking for. Both are like defamation lawsuits in a sense. 10 mil versus 100 mil, something like that or another. Hey, man. Somebody wrote it correct. This is going to change the way that a whole generation looks at uh, domestic abuse. And it's it's all very laffy taffy. It's all fickle. It's all thin. Um, it just seems like a media circus. Whatever is put into our mouths these days is pre-organized. It's, it's thought out and it's a distraction. So let's put that to the side. We got more important shit to get to. Um, I question whether or not we need to start the pod heavy or light. I think we got enough material that to carry us through. Um, we'll definitely touch on some, some more delicate subject matter towards the end of the pod because, hey, you heard that, Kalani. You heard that, Kalani, at the beginning. New album out now. Congratulations to Kalani. This one actually came out back in April, but we missed it. And I was a big fan of Kalani's uh, COVID album. It was good until it wasn't. And this is a little bit of a smaller effort. 13 tracks this time around. Features from Blast, Justin Bieber, Sid, Jesse Reyes, Thundercat, and Ombre. Um... I'm not a big fan of the entire album, but it does play well. It's well-sequenced. I mean, when you get through tracks, after the Jesse Reyes track, more than I should, you start to hear a nice little medley of singles, um, solo tracks from Kehlani, Alter, Melt, Tangerine. That's the one that I'm liking. She can taste herself on your lips. You know what that means? No, I just love them, you know, again. <laughs> no. That means she sat on it. And we 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 love when girls know where to sit down. Like, like preferably on the face. Ah I didn't say it, Kalani did. Well, she definitely suggested so. Whoa. love tracks that are named after fruit. It's a little bit of that diced pineapples. It's a little bit of that snow allegra. Tangerine. You can feel me.
And the Thundercat track does what it does. I mean, it's Thundercat. Nice little outro for the album. That's This is what brings the replayability to it because... She starts off somewhere. She's clearly on the beach. This, this is like Kalani's so, <laughs> Sailed Out, that Janae Aiko album. I need to skip ahead here. cool it's cool man we're just trying to give some shine to our our most favorite r&b artists that are still out still doing their thing and it's a testament to the strength of women now of course the sid track is hard and that sid album by the way that she put out earlier this year broken hearts club we fucks with a couple tracks off that. The Smino feature, right track. Sweet. Did that Shmino album come out without us? Okay, good. Shmino still due out at some point this quarter. Uh, Could have easily come out. I mean, you just got albums dropping left, right, and center without the proper backing from the label. But Shmino, Love for Rent, next album. He announced this back in December. Um, didn't really give us a date yet. Just know it's coming. We vomit. Um, by the way, that blast feature on the Kalani project, one of our faves. Def's going to be playing that on our way out, I feel like. But, hey, Blast put out an album. Shout out to the new Rory and Mall pod. It's most definitely gang. Dang. They actually never even gave a review on this album, but they let me know about the Kalani project and this Blast project. So we're going to play New Blast, Couldn't Wait For It, off of his new album, Before You Go. This one's featuring Rick Rose. <laughs> and let's give this a spin. By the way, <laughs> Shout out West Coast Hip Hop. Couldn't wait for it. Running out of pain storage. We was made for it. Now we getting paid for it. Hey, upstairs with the champagne pour. It's just different when it's a self-made story. And I know it's different. I wasn't born alone. I can't do mediocre. Gotta be go to pro. I'ma tell you to walk in them, but you can't afford the shoes. Settle if you wanna, but I gotta be go to pro. Oh, I don't really stress over pressure. I think big. Who am I if I'm taking further than Nip did? Had dreams of being an owner since this big. Gotta set the bar even higher and switch gears. We don't do this shit for the prize. We affect lives. Gotta put that shit to the side, like what's pride? We gon' live forever, cause never respect dies. You ain't gotta like it, but better respect mine. It ain't a question, I thank God. I'm blessed with a great squad. I'm grateful for truth, mom. I promise to make time. Circle of great minds, no way that we can't shine. 
Believe it, but they gon' let an eagle in due time you Notice they gon' knock every mountain we do climb But the real ones looking back on the ground like about time I'm still forever humble when front is a pound sign This is a smooth record, he's talking that talk Let's hear that rosé Running out of pain storage Now we getting paid for it Ay, Upstairs with the champagne pour it's just different when it's a self-made story And I know I got more to prove I wasn't born to lose I can't do mediocre Gotta be go to pro Hey, I can't go half on anything I gotta go 100, keep it 10 tones down Thugs are innocent, confession and never last Get in it just like a sinner, so I'm pulling up in a bin Knowing my money straight, they looking out through the tent Imagine what's in the safe, I blew my new bitch a kiss Caught it just like a case, six Cartier's on my wrist I'm a martyr for modern day Top down on the blast, it's Marvin Gaye X blast, this blast, got all the ladies The money get complicated, so we go on vacations The yacht a million a day, champagne and playstations Bottles still all black Bravo, bravo, Blast. If you're unfamiliar with Blast, check him out. West Coast artist, recently on Kendrick Lamar's album, the track Die Hard. Um, he's also been known to collaborate with the likes of, I mean, Bino Rideau, I think, is another one, along with Blast, that is California to the depth. Uh, you can check out some collaborations between them. If you weren't familiar, now you in the know, son! Like the real dons in that space, you know? I know those guys. I link with those guys. I go to their shows. They come to my shows. They touch my stage. Uh, I'm feeling real light right now. I'm feeling up. Let's keep it up. You know how much we like to talk our talk when it comes to these blogs. Let's get into it a little bit. <laughs> We're starting easy on them. Um, Blueface, former artist now. I... Uh, she got herself a little blue face tat on the throat. Uh, now, if that's not some thought shit, I don't know what is. Blue face, baby. Yeah, I. Yeah, I. Bust down, Tatiana. The story goes. I want to see you bust down. Woo! Bust down, Tatiana. Bust down, Tatiana. Blueface's former artist Christian Rock is allegedly his girlfriend now. To commemorate the occasion, the singer got a large neck tattoo of Blueface's face. You can say that five times fast. That's a lot of face. Luckily, she didn't get Blueface tatted on her face. Hey, maybe she should get <laughs> Mr. George Washington on her face too. The Crip George Washington. In a video uploaded to Instagram, the couple sit in a car and outline the relationship where Blueface jokingly refers to her as C-plus student. 
Hey, rather get C's than D's. Pause. I love this pod thing, man. Before later pointing out the tattoo as Rock gushes about it, your face. So when they see me, they see you. Face, baby, I ain't choose her, she chose me. If you take it all at one time, you gon' OD. Baby, call me baby, but she said I like Jody. Lately, I've been hitting these new with the old me. Come. <laughs> um, the tattoo is the latest on ongoing back and forth between the couple. Yada, yada. Rock was recently in trouble with the law again earlier this month. Arrested in New Orleans, that's some thought shit. In the NOLA, you going down bad. When it came to the validity of her relationship with Blueface, the rapper's mother claimed they were together. Blueface denied it. Yeah, I. <laughs> My mom don't speak for me or none. I got going on personally. Ain't none official with nobody. Well, it seems like you were capping, Blueface, so. <laughs> Hey, recently, you know, I've been seeing uh, loose BTS scenes from Drop the World, Lil Wayne, Eminem. Well, Eminem is in the news once again here because rapper The Game, y'all know The Game. Can't leave rap alone, The Game needs me. Huh? Get me. The Game sat down for an interview with Showtime Basketball. All the smoke. Hey. Shout out our guys at All the Smoke. I mean <laughs> I've got ice in my veins, blood in my eyes. Of course. In my heart, love in my mind. I our guy from All the Smoke, pain. which they is insane. podcast I'm with Matt Barnes, Stephen Jackson. Matt rain, Barnes still one of the most salt individuals. It takes that type. I mean, to go to go smack D. Fisher, drive for forty hours, just go smack D. Fisher. That's the original. Now Will Smith only had to travel all of thirty yards to get to that stage to smack Chris Rock. Will Smith just smacked the shit out of it. <laughs> Anyways, that's besides the fact. The game's talking his shit. Yeah! And I'll, I'll take it away from you. When have you ever heard an Eminem song in the club? <laughs> Come on. Matt Barnes ain't playing no Eminem. And Matt Barnes ain't even going to the club. He's just stalking his ex. You ever heard in the locker room? like yo this is the new m i'm about to go crazy because i mean i don't i'm and i'm not taking away from that i don't and i mean eminem did just drop the deluxe edition of um the slim shady show or the eminem show my bad big capping over here i don't hear eminem in the streets I just don't. Yeah. And so again, it's like it's it's not saying that he can't rap. The skill set is there. Mm -hmm. I'm just a better rapper. Just the better rapper. Trying to be the better man. Um when I'm saying that I want to battle with Eminem or Eminem is not the greatest rapper and I'm better than him, it is not like when I see Eminem, I'm gonna drown this 
white boy. <laughs> He's <laughs> the fact that the fact that Jason is uh, referring to M as a brother here. I mean, it's respect. I'm supposed to think that I'm better than every single rapper. Else, why would I do this shit at all? So the game is coming with a lot of slick talk, a lot of stray shots. He's keeping rappers in his mouth, like the old game on the documentary. It used to be name dropper. That's how we used to get down with game. He would always like talking about Olivia in his tracks, talking about Fifth, talking about Dre. He always seems to send shots towards people that were once in his camp. Now, as we get ready for drill drill drillmatic um i believe that game is really up in the talk and this should be a brilliant album um you heard him they don't play m in the streets however they do play benny the butcher and he is here new single on rapper fake free kp benny the butcher y'all know what it is it's called in the streets. We got a little intro to the vid, you know, a little hood documentary. Some dice being thrown. All right, this is this is some weak shit. This Betty getting down with some buffaloes here. I mean, Philly spitter fake free KP buffalo. All right, I see you. Now let's hear the track. What? Them niggas thinking that we in the street. Nah, just go with beats and get in them streets. Yeah, I keep a piece if you don't keep it peace. I'm spitting heat, but it ain't shit to let the flicker heat. I'm in the streets, I ain't in the street. <laughs> Benny just like, you already know. Bill's Mafia. <laughs> I mean, not the most creative hook, but it's been used before. But let's keep it going. We need to hear Benny the Butcher. I'm in the streets, I ain't in the street. I'm in the streets, I ain't in the street. Hip hop shit in the block shit ain't that different when you really keep stepping before. Nah, These rappers make a little money, start hitting these chicks. Forget they really was bitch and they identity switch. Uh -huh. Never fold for no change. What's your goals in the game? Think about it. You got less far to go than you came. Put my soul in his pain. <laughs> Benny the Butcher is being big brother here. He's telling fake free KP. Yo, you paid for the verse. I'm going to give it to you. Let me let me put you on some free game as well while I'm at it. In the game. Before the shows and the fame, I saw the load of cocaine. And let me break it down when I tell oh. you to stay Relevant bars. I like that. I mean, I like the ad lib. I like the beat switch for Benny the Butch. All in all, credit to Fake Free KP. Ran up the bag, got the Benny the Butcher feature. It's the Butcher. He's coming. 
It's like one a football team. You got the best quarterback in the league, the best wide receiver in the league, the best running back in the league. Mm. Like, we ain't mad at each other because, you know what I'm saying, niggas went to the Pro Bowl. Like, there's reports of uh, Kendrick Lamar being aggressive in the studio, not just in the booth, but towards collaborators. Compton Bread rapper AD recently described how his first interaction with Kendrick morphed into a tense standoff during interview on No Jumper. Um, apparently, Kendrick didn't exactly extend cordial welcome to him due to a case of mistaken identity. Well, I mean, we've all heard Duckworth. <laughs> Just in the fact, like, you never know who you're really going to bump into in life. I mean... Top Dog went from ordering food from um, Kendrick's Pops at, like, the chicken shop to Kendrick being signed to a multi-million dollar deal. So, you just never know. You never know who who you're laying eyes on. So, what, what I'm trying to say is AD could have easily looked like someone that Kendrick that came from the other side of the road where... Kendrick and his his hood wouldn't be too friendly with. Let's find out. You want to know a crazy thing about Kendrick? My first encounter with him, he thought I was somebody else. He low-key tried to press me. As I said, K-Dot thought he was from a different hood. Began interrogating him. We've all seen the TDE um, recording studio rules. No fake shit. No asking for the blunt. Um, if the homies just met you and decide to clown your bitch ass, sit there and deal with it. <laughs> Don't touch or ask for Q's weed. It's a lot of joke shit going down in the studio. Shut the fuck up. Look ugly for the homies. Remember these rules and you might get a meal out the food budget. So, what else did AD have to say about Kendrick? How did he feel, really? Um, I guess somebody jumped him back in the day and I came to the studio and he was mad. He was like, you from Almond Block? <laughs> no, but I drink almond milk. <laughs> no, Almond Block is another hood in Compton. He was like, you was from Al Almond Block. Nah, I'm over there here. Where your grandma stay? Where your grandma? Where your auntie at? My auntie is mad now. <laughs> Uh, um, Kendrick was also on Big Boy in the Neighborhood. I've been stumped out in front of my mama. In Element, you say that you got stumped out in front of your mama. Yeah. You really got stumped out in front of your mama? Yeah, Avalon swapped me. Damn. <laughs> oh, Bob, when I heard that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Avalon swapped me. Yep. In front of your mama? Yeah, yeah, she was walking out. I'm already fading. Boop, boop, boop. Three, four, dude. And just looking at mom's mind. tweet though that you, she had sent back, she came back and, and helped you out though too, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, she like mom bought it too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She run up and like, get out my motherfucking <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So damn, yeah. did, did she see it or she saw like the aftermath? She seen it. Damn. She seen it. She seen it. But you know, it's funny out of the out of the res the respect of them seeing her they coming out. Killed you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they right. could have killed you. They just booked it out. Damn, stomped out in front of his mama, Kendrick. I mean, 
Kendrick's actually a big dude. When you see him in person, he looks a lot bigger than you would have thought. I don't know. I'm used to a lot of rappers being smaller. Like I was seeing Eminem actually is like only five foot eight. Uh, Kendrick Lamar though, his height is easily got to be six two, six six four. Um, especially when he's not in the Nike Cortezes. Like when he when he wears some real shoes. <laughs> Sorry, Kendrick I had to. Um, yeah, it's different. Damn, Kendrick only 5'6". He looked bigger on stage, though, is what I'm trying to say. Like, he doesn't look 5'6 on stage, but maybe he's wearing, wearing some some Johns, you know? Um, Eminem, by the way, standing at a solid 5'6", five, 5'7". Five, uh, the game, of course, his his height, probably ain't nothing to play with. Like, this guy, this guy is easily 7 feet tall, you would like to think. Um, six foot two, six foot three. Hey man, d don't trust me when it comes to, I, I ain't snitching on nobody. So like, I ain't like the, the gas station clerk who's going to use that tape and say, oh, so he was, he was around like five. Yeah, no, I, I, I ain't being pressed by nobody. <laughs> Get me out of the, I, I'm coming with all the smoke today. Um, Drake and NBA Youngboy neck and neck for most stream artists 2022 makes sense. Even though The weekend dropped, he didn't quite do the numbers. I mean, his Coachella performances boosted streams. A lot of people going back to listen to the likes of Starboy. Um, but the, re the numbers show as is. Drake, 3 Billy, streams. Young boy, two point eight billion. Young boy is just one project away, and he's gearing up. Just get ready for the last of the Slimeito, the real edition. And I think Drake's gonna have to drop again this summer if he's gonna want any chance of taking claim of being the king. Um, so good for both of them being able to move numbers in somewhat of a slower year. Like you can't quite come out of the gates like we just saw Kendrick do um 3 million or something no 300k um you some high projections were looking at Kendrick getting 500 I was gonna say like 800 to a million even we didn't quite get that and it's disappointing to see but credit to Drake young boy they know how to play the environment that they find themselves in and young boy is here he's got a new single it's called proud of myself um see me now was a couple weeks ago i'm seeing a brand new one as well called goals um man I, nba has clearly got streaming goals so let's check it out she <laughs> Video out now. <laughs> Just dropped yesterday.
I was tired of doing the same thing. Got serious, then I changed lanes. They knowing that we bust brains, but ain't why I started change. Put my focus in the main business. Looking for a half a ticket pain. Trying to find something that fit the description of my pain. My name to some people ain't looked though. Go find you something to look over. Since y'all never been a push up. Got the bed like a book hole. Nigga, you gon' make me mad and we gon' spin on. Did the dance inside a lamb and then he crashed and got a dent on. That's my little home. Remember posted at the store, ain't have a cent on. One year on the phone with the school every day, the same lint on. Need a help to stand up straight and then they bent on. Did it, bitch, catch a fire and I wouldn't even piss on. I took the top off the motherfucking coupe They closed the door but I still made it through But in my neck look how much I didn't grow All what type of them make sure I don't lose Running up with my pop, give a lot to my mom Doing bad but I know they Go feel off like young boy, go off Skipping school with my dog, wasn't really trying to bag one Feeling love once, but mm, I said my grandma was different I'm like, mm, I'm a man, I ain't with the kid. That's me just stay too much money, separate the bank 2012, I use a shoebox I don't really like to talk, I ain't being rude, nah 300,000 to be for fashion And I still probably pass it up I don't give no fuck as long as we gotta get on us There's a new addition She want me, she feel like my heart, oh Why you on my heart, Lord? Take it slow, I buy on and off coke I took the top off the motherfucking coupe They closed the door but I still made it through But in my neck look how much I didn't grow All what type of them make sure I don't lose Running up with my pop, give a lot to my mom Doing bad but I know what it's the life for me to do You heard it here first, Freestyle Podcast, new NBA young boy, goals He's on his Bobby Brown new edition shit. What can we say? What else? Salehi Crocs. Hey yo, it's still hard to walk out cheering in Crocs in 2022. Like, motherfuckers getting off the, the dad shoes, yet. The new wave, next gen, trying to come through in some, like, blinged out Crocs and motherfuckers hating. But we, we stay, we stay steady. We never deter from our path. We're just trying to be comfortable. I'm saying all this in some Crocs right now. And that, that Crocs, Beams, Collab, Military, I'm, I stay militant, I told y'all. Oh. Motherfuckers press me one more time about my Crocs, I swear to God. Kanye's Wes. Well, I mean, that that is proper. Kanye does have a kid named Wes. North. Nori. Now, Kanye West, fourth lawyer, steps down from Kim Kardashian divorce case. His marriage with Kim Kardashian officially over. But the settlement, divorce lawyers still trying to get their pieces off. I mean, lawyers got to be paid. The, the city got to approve this shit. Um, clearly, Kanye must have said something to the lawyer. Um, maybe not even paying him like he didn't pay the choir. <laughs> now, the lawyer probably had to sign an NDA. He can't really talk. But an irreconcilable breakdown in the attorney-client relationship. Do your fucking job! <laughs> Get Kim to back the fuck down. I'm ta- I'm keeping the house. I want two out of the three kids. 
The weight of the divorce is played heavily in Ye's music tracks on both Donda and Donda 2 albums openly discuss their split. Um, Kim Kardashian this week also apologized to her family for all the shots that were sent towards them during the marriage. Now, I can't wait to fully dig into this new Kardashians show to see some of the shit because reading it, reading about it, ain't doing it justice. You you need to see the, the real situation. Um, so we'll wait and see what the fallout is. Um, Nicole Young gained headlines recently when she represented... So Spectre was, was the lawyer. It was a female lawyer. Hey, shout out all the female lawyers out there. I know you're getting yours. Um, she settled the divorce from hip-hop legend Dr. Dre. She took over Ye's case when he fired his third divorce attorney, Chris Melcher. Melcher, you didn't do your fucking job. Melcher's relationship with Ye had become extremely difficult with little communication. It's, maybe it's because y'all charging by the hour. We ain't putting your, your bitch asses on retainer. Hell no. Hollywood lawyers. Um, on the single, Rock and Roll, Yay Raps, How I Make It Through the Shot, Get to You and Almost Die, Finally Tired of Coming and Going, Make Up Your Mind, I Ain't Come to Pick Up the Kids to Pick a Fight, Going Off All the Time, Showing Off All the Time. On Pusha T's Rock and Roll single, last song that we're going to hear with Kid Cudi. It's messy. So we did get to actually hear about it. Um, it's funny how this new Kardashian series is very up to the minute. It's got the Ray J thing from earlier this year. It's got the Kardashian. It, I mean, the fire truck incident, which isn't really incident. Kanye took the kids to school in a fire truck. That's a good dad. Am I right? I think sometimes people are kind of bashful to be super dads, Ye explained in the clip. Everyone wants to be cool, dad. <laughs> and sometimes you got to wear the fire hat. Sometimes you got to wear the Easter bunny costume. Ayo, hey, shout out to Ye. No stranger to wearing costumes or animal suits. We're talking about the man them who came through in the polo, pink color, and the backpack. With the drum machine in hand. Come on, man. Damn. NPC stunting. So shout out, yay. Um, we're glad that he's back from vacation now. He's back in the tabloids where he would love to be. We're still waiting for that yay 2024 um, presidential run. Let's have it. As we, As we Kanye West has signed. Aaron Donald to Donda Sports. It's a hell of an opportunity, <laughs> says Aaron Donald. The Super Bowl champion beat my Bengals in the most recent Super Bowl. The LA Super Bowl. What an event that was. You know, Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre, Eminem, Kendrick Lamar, 50 Cent, Halftime, Mary J. Blige, everybody. Well, Aaron Donald is still... You know, cheesing at the fact that he's Super Bowl champion of Super Bowl 44, was it? I hate how they do the Roman numerals. Like, what does that shit even mean? 56, right. So, 
new Donda Sports signee. Like, this isn't quite the Rocks, Rock Nation Sports, who got Kevin Durant, but Aaron Donald, he's signed on now. Don't be shy. We got AB, Aaron Donald. Like, come on. AB, by the way, announcing, don't play yourself. I will not be playing in the NFL next year. Um, my wife is actually does my marketing. It was an opportunity that came to us and it made sense. Um, he told to podcast with Brandon Marshall, Adam Pacman, Jones, LaShawn McCoy. Damn, what a pod. Everybody podding these days. Love to see it. Just love to see it. This ain't no hate. Hearing the whole spectrum of everything that they was going to be bringing, the family atmosphere that they got at Donda Sports, for me, it was a no-brainer. <laughs> if that's not media, like, doctored up statement, then I don't know what is. It's a hell of an opportunity to open up a lot of different doors and a lot of different things outside of football that I want to be involved in. There's so much happening outside of sports, if you didn't already know. So to be one of the first athletes to be part of Donna Sports is pretty dope, man. Dope, man. Dope, man. All right. That's that's part of how this podcast goes. He said it. We play it. Let's get it. Yo, man, what you need? Yo, uh, man, I need something, man. I need a 20, man. What you got, man? I, I got this rope chain, man. We excited like about it, road, and we go and see where this first thing comes. Talking about yay. He's cool, dude. We got to talk a little bit, vibe a bit. It was one of those his at one of his video shoots. He actually wanted me to get in one of the videos, but I was like, nah, it was out of my element. But he's a real cool guy. <laughs> Donna Sports was founded with the vision of providing holistic support to athletes during and beyond their sports careers. Donda Sports is a limitless organization centered on professional wellness support in equal measure with the ambition work with athletes across all genders, divisions, and sports. Sounds pretty dope, man. Let's get it. Hey, yo, FOSP, newest signees to Donda Sports. We're here to play with your bitch asses. kind of dope <laughs> moving along now hey we took you around the whole drake kentucky derby him and jack betting millions losing losing a, a penny or two well drake's back again our favorite favorite online betting broker like who's drake signed to again drake He's got some kind of deal because he stays in the mentions of online betting and gambling. Um, he's like, Drake's like a, a betting shark now at this point. He's getting all of his friends involved. He's like, nah, forget about investing here, investing there. Get you some Bitcoin, get online, lose it all on the roulette wheel. You, you only got a couple options. You can go black, you can go red, like. See, you see the opportunity. Don't miss. Don't don't be that guy. I want I want all my friends to get rich. 
Well, Drake is going to have the likes of Little Baby, especially, not being able to buy their baby mamas a Valentine's Day gift come next February. Drake has no shortage of luck when it comes to gambling, but he can thank Lil Baby for one of his most recent and biggest wins. 17 mil at the roulette table. Drake won 17 million. Soon as Lil Baby walked in. <laughs> so he took it off, Lil Baby. Did he hit red? I missed it. We're blessing. We're tipping. I gotta, yeah, we're tipping. We're tipping. You know why that happened? You know why that happened? Cause baby walked in. That's why. And it's a repeat. What did I say? We're getting a, we're getting a, we're getting a motherfucking yacht. Yacht boys. Lambo. You better give little baby some of that. Some of them winnings. Spread the love. Don't just tip the virtual motherfucking roulette dealer. <laughs> Is he even a dealer? Because he just drops the ball into the motherfucking... Into the pot. Into the bowl. Regardless. Big win for Drake. Drizzy. The rest of the crew. Shout out all of them. To, like tips, you know. They count on it. They count on the tips in the virtual world in order to get by. Lil Baby was more than just Drake's good luck charm as Opry revealed during the stake live stream. The Atlanta rapper was busy working on new collaboration at his home studio at his sprawling Toronto estate. New music on the way. By the way, my brother Lil Baby's in the studio right now. He's cooking up. We're working. But he's going to come and do some spins with us tonight too. And we tip him. <laughs> and I mean, the wants and needs was a big track. Girls Want Girls, Yes Indeed, formerly known as Pikachu, Never Recover off of um, Gunna and Little Baby's collab project. What was it called? Drip Too Hard? Anyways, Free Gunna as well. He was denied bail this week. Hopefully this YSL case can get sorted out soon. We would love to see gonna back in the streets dripped because right now DOC orange jumpsuit ain't looking favorable on the man's and we struggling out here hopefully and like bail being bond being denied is is a serious matter get him home to his friends and family uh i'm sure he's got plenty of people that miss him as he was denied his bond, pleads not guilty to violating RICO Act. So his team remains adamant that this is a non-guilty party. Of course, YFN Lucci had an attempt on his life whilst in confinement. Now, we know how the law works, innocent until proven guilty, so let's not try to put any claims in the hands of innocent individuals let's let's let this court case play out i'm sure that they got lawyers that are more than able to defend ysl and their team by the way deep pocket drake partners with online gambling company stake 
So he's live streaming from Stake, and that is where the millions are coming from. After betting over $1 billion, I mean, the bets can certainly go up when you're at the table and you're feeling juiced. Um, save that for later. Cardi B, Offset, watch Yacht Sink, but don't call for help. <laughs> Maybe they were... Like, it, it looked like that there was another yacht behind them. If anything, you would think that the, like, the Coast Guard would come through. I mean, it did look like a, a kind of Titanic situation. They ended up brushing up against a, a rock or something, leading it to sink. But the people don't look too worried. It's like, a whole motherfucking... Oh, my... It's sinking! Y'all see that? We got a yacht sinking. They're already swimming towards oh another boat. Oh my God. They can't do nothing about it. There ain't no big boat. Big boat that can save it. It's gone. It's gone. It's gone. Bye bye. Bye. It's under the water like Offset's face. She probably getting some... Fellatio from Offset while recording this vid. Oh my god, it's like, gone. I don't see Offset in this vid. He ain't saying shit. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> oh. You know, Cardi B like commentating over a yacht sinking. That's that's peak 2022. This is what would have happened to all the fire festival models if, if it really went down. Like you would have seen Kate Upton, you would have seen like Kylie Jenner, you would have seen like the the Hadids sinking. That's why that shit never went down. The the insurance alone to cover that shit. That yacht went down quick too. I think we heard Offset right at the end there, like. Ah. Update y'all, there's a search team looking for the boat. I just saw a scuba diver went down there and it's like, child, that shit is in Bikini Bottom. That bitch long gone. SpongeBob is auctioning that bitch. No, I think Plankton's probably dealing with that one. Um, Yeah, hopefully the Migos can sort out their trouble. I mean, Cardi B seems like sh that she's in good spirits still. She's spreading the love at all times. She's keeping business moving cordially and we're going to continue to hear about some of Atlanta's finest as and New York too so shout them all out we we I mean Cardi B as well with Megan Thee Stallion was she's doing her new series Cardi tries uh, playing football with Megan Thee Stallion doing runs and laps I mean if if it's your cup of tea you can see them in some uh, Los Angeles Chargers unis no breaking sweat where else we going where else we goings um yeah it's, it's just wrap up time it's wrap up season um we got a new track with the game uh focus J Mac it's called Limousine Dark Tent. We're hearing all the Lucy's this week. I got the keys. 
kind of sounds like that Nas sample. I don't know how to swim. I got snakes, I got friends. In the days, in the trench. In the lay, in the bins. Limousine, dark tents. I'm capping. I mean, uh, Jay-Z. Limousine, dark tents. Magazine, no prints. Stepping out on a whim. I don't know how to swim. Sharks in the deep end. In the days, in the trench. Dead presidents, right? In the lay, in the bins. Limousine, dark tents. Limousine, dark tents. Dramatic on the way. Cause she got the Glock out. Everything murdered out. Sitting on the dark tent. Fifty round drum on the semi. Nigga feeling like Clark Kent. Looking for ops. Twelve car caravan. We don't fuck with the cops now. Just pull up the bands and we get the job done. Stepping out on the whim. I don't know how to swim. I got snakes. I got friends. In the days in the trench. In the lay in the bins. Limousine dark tents. Limousine dark tents. Sound pretty fire, J Mac and Focus. They present Limousine featuring Chris Mills. I guess J Mac and S Class are the producers. Uh, focus on the rhymes. Uh, Chris Mills, we were about to hear from it, it sounded like there. Go check it out though. Limousine Dark Ten. I think that one was a little bit better than the uh, Benny the Butcher track. In the streets, but hey, it's a freestyle pod. We're here for it. What these bitches want from a nigga? What else? All right, we're gonna get into a little bit of a you know sensitive subject matter here. Um, we heard from Mr. Cal earlier, um, No Limit Records. You feel me? Of course, we have, and we've been talking Nola, um, with regards to Blueface Baby's um, new girlfriend. But Master P taken to Instagram yesterday, uh, let, letting the universe know that unfortunately his daughter has transitioned. Our family is dealing with an overwhelming grief for the loss of my daughter, Titiana. We respectfully request some privacy so that our family can grieve. We appreciate all the prayers, love, and support. 
mental illness and substance abuse is a real issue. We can't be afraid to talk about with God, we will get through this hashtag my angel. So want to send love and light to Romeo Miller, the Miller family, Master P, No Limit Records, historic label. We owe a lot to them with regards to being able to show a different way of making money and uh, not having to sign to majors and 360 deals that are going to deter you from being able to make the most out of your music uh, when you try to get on up out of it. And they just truly showed a different business model that helped break down barriers for many labels to come. There would definitely not be a top dog entertainment without No Limit Records. So just love and light and prayers to Master P and his family. More touchy subject matter, it appears, if you remember back um, a couple months ago when the Isaiah Rashad sex tape had leaked, we definitely covered it. Not saying that we did the best job. We gave love. We definitely, we made light of it at the same time, which now feels like it was in even more uh, poor taste because on a recent conversation with Joe Budden, Isaiah Rashad revealed that he struggled after the time of the sex tape leak and he truly was going through it. Um, he talked about how it was a dark time, uh, especially how he lost some family members shortly after that news being leaked. And he he definitely made it clear that it's, it was nobody's business. However, he acted as if he would never be docs like that or nev never have his personal life revealed in such a manner. And what made it even more tough is that it came from inner circle. So he's now come out of that. After sadly driving his car into a wall and waking up in the hospital, um, it just shows what a dark place he was in. And you just never know what type of mind frame people are currently in. So you always got to check in with your brethren. You always got to make sure that People you love are okay, and we love Sonny, Isaiah Rashad, indefinitely. He With unconditional love, he is important to so many people, and he now realizes that. So we're happy that he's in a better place now and has got his Coachella performance off, made statements. Um, it seems like he's moved past that dark place and now using it to his strength. He's ready to release another album after last year's The House is Burning was a major success, heavily, like widely critically acclaimed, which was good to see because we're talking about a top dog entertainment artist. We're talking about the hire to the throne of Kendrick Lamar. Like if, it's, if it ain't Baby Keem, well, Kendrick and Baby Keem are, have now moved on over to the PG Lang. So we got Isaiah Rashad is the last like artists that is yet to truly um, fulfill their their promise. Not being said that he hasn't already like delivered, but 
he's now going to be the focal point you would feel for Top Dog and the rest of the crew to now build around. If we can get another Absol, another J-Rock, another Schoolboy Q album with the likes of Sir and Lance Skiwalker, now we're going to see uh, what Top Dog has planned for the rest because, of course, he would have known that Kendrick was going to be doing his own thing and moving on. That would have been widely discussed. So now it's time for Isaiah Rashad to truly shine as the elite top tier rapper in the label. Been saying that Sonny's GOAT for a long time. And this interview was just really, really well done by Joe Budden. We had an update on his mental, on uh, what his early stories were like in coming up in a family that that did have its own turmoil like you had parents getting jobs at 13 years old you had uh just the struggles of of um a low income family in america especially chattanooga uh tennessee is a tough place to come up in for a black family so credit to Zay Rashad for making it out jumping off the porch and getting shit done uh here's a little snippet of the interview with Joe Budden Every, everything I mean one their support constantly is like is it doesn't necessarily rival how I feel about my kids and my family but it's something that I I keep in mind at all times they're like my existence mean something to somebody else and it'd be it'd be ill of me and it'd be Ill, like it'd be wrong with me to just give up on myself when there's a million people out there rooting for me you know what i mean especially when it's an opportunity for me to make something that could seem so big and bring it down to a you know what i'm saying a, a simple simple terms and simple way and show somebody that i that is that you can get through this shit, if anything else you think you think that your story can help with hip hop's not I don't want to say hip hop's acceptance, but hip hop's view of what alternative lifestyle could look like. I don't know, but I hope so. I don't have any skeletons in my closet for anybody to pull out right now or anymore. So hopefully like somebody seeing me living a free life, they can be encouraged if they want to. I want to encourage big you free, to man. imagine vacations and, and what that's for you. You need free a vacation. I do need a vacation, but I, I, I don't know. It's, it's still school season right now. Maybe when school's out. School's I think out. I can, I can hey, it's coming. So you can hear that Isaiah Rashad's really living in his truth now. Not necessarily like a weight's been lifted off his shoulder, but like talking about being sexually fluid, talking about how recently this has all come about in his life there's really no written way or rules of how to to go about that but when you're um by and large a major um public figure then that's the type of dodgy dodgy kind of um circumstance where like do you stand up and and let people know that you're like just working things out or do you know who you, who you are personally? Like, and Isaiah Rashad is saying, like, he's he's still figuring things out and he doesn't, 
he barely even knows the the terms themselves. Like they were Joe Bunn throwing around pansexual and like, so. Just to say, like we're all learning um these new terms in the LGBTQ plus, um, env- environment. Once again, we're we're just maneuvering through new environments and the culture is changing as we speak. Like for so long, we we were thinking like ASAP Rocky was like the, <laughs> he was like the George Clooney of rap or is like the Neil Patrick Harris. I don't know what I'm saying here, but like I'm alluding to the fact that not everybody is as they say they are or comes as <laughs> pause. Like, we all know the story. ASAP Rocky said he was slipping on semen in, in the jail cell. Like, <laughs> But, like, congrats once again to ASAP and his baby with Rihanna. Beautiful baby daughter. Can shout out to Isaiah Rashad once again for being honest. Like, he and he's standing on it. Like, he never said that he would have had a problem talking about it. He just thought it wasn't anyone's business. And he has talked about it with people in closed circles. It's it's a shame to see that someone else told a story for him and that he wasn't able to tell himself. But now he is. So credit to Sonny. Uh, there was another good point in the interview talking about what his uh, new influences are when it comes to music. That type of craftsmanship. Yeah. yeah, penmanship and craftsmanship. Like, so I feel like now with this whole new... Like, I feel like your job is like, like, what do you say to them niggas, though? Like, still, the pen's still strong. See, that's what I mean. <laughs> the, pen, the pen's still strong as fuck. Hey, yo, the pen bleeding. Was it never not strong? Is this gonna make the pen weaker than what it was? I got more shit to talk about. That's true. That's true. I would encourage them to find some things to talk about. Nah, you gotta, gotta get ready to go with some of these niggas now. Well, I ain't never went at nobody. Oh, I hate when y'all say it's that. It's not my shit. I hate when y'all say that. It's not my shit. I'm in, I'm in constant competition with myself and with other artists that don't even rap no more. Mm. Who are they? You know, all the, you know, most of your favorite rappers are, are already, they yeah. are already transitioned to do something else. Isn't that more visible now? You can see that now, right? Like, yeah. I say that every week down there on my pod, but like, hey, people are starting rapping and then they're quickly going to something. I'm like studying 50 again type shit. Here it and is. I haven't hit some of the things that other people don't even realize he was doing type of shit. Mm. I mean, like, I'm still studying. I'm studying Nas now. I'm, Nas I'm, getting, a, I'm getting like a crazy appreciation for Pusha T. Did you not yeah. have it before? I was a young nigga. I did not. He's a big yeah. Yeah, I, I did not. But he is fucking ferocious. Push a T. Push a ton. Push a K. Yeah, yeah. So you can hear from Sonny there that all is good. We're heading towards a new chapter. Um, and we excited for it. For sure. <laughs> Literally at the end of the... End of the um, segment he's saying you're getting me excited now uh i love you thank you for taking the time i, I can't wait for the next project i can't wait for you don't the like next... the name i'll tell you after oh you, you got, got it already i already got the name oh man you don't like it do, do you know what do you know the content what you're getting into? i don't really know. it's me content. it's gonna be more me oh my god yes you stop it you make me excited what no that's dope that's dope now i'm really excited man i can't wait to can't wait to hear
Ayo, hey, there's nothing better than when you already have the title of your next project. You, that shit is this type of subject matter that bleeds into your pen, as I was saying. And like when you can really get the theme of an album and what you're trying to say and have an idea of where you're trying to go with it, then it just makes it for a stronger project. And I feel like Isaiah Rashad has always done that, whether it's Sylvia Demo, The Sun's Tirade, The House is Burning. He continues to push the envelope forward, move the needle in the right direction. So shout out Isaiah Rashad, big ups. Ah, let's talk about some of this NBA Finals. It is set Thursday. It begins NBA Finals between the Golden State Warriors and the Boston Celtics. Now Jimmy Butler and the Miami Heat were not quite able to get it done. They pushed for the Game 7, getting the away dub in Boston at the TD Garden. But, I mean, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, they have truly stepped up this postseason with Al Horford. I mean, you always have to have that one white boy on your team. When Whether it was LeBron James, Miami Heat, having um, the bird, bird man, <laughs> Chris Anderson, will the Boston Celtics have that in Tice? Um, Grant Williams doing his thing under the head coach job of Udoka. I think that Ime has proven that with the stewardship of Brad Stevens in the managerial role, he's able to operate this team at a high level efficiently. Now, they're not going to be able to make the same mistakes that they did against the Miami Heat in the series against the Golden State Warriors because the Golden State Warriors proved that they're ruthless. Um, Kev Looney, Jordan Poole, A. Wiggins, they definitely are doing damage when it comes to picking up boards and putting away a basketball team such as the Dallas Mavericks in the fashion that they did 4-1. Could have easily swept them as well. Luka Doncic had, he he was a shadow of himself during that series. Now Boston were able to make Jimmy Butler look like a, a shade of himself as well. However, he did have the knee injury. He went out of a few games with uh, right knee bruising. He must have taken some kind of shot, uh, painkiller, in order to be able to play 45 minutes in game six with 47 points. I think he did like 35 or something in game seven. It's it's sad to see Jimmy go because we all know that Jimmy gets buckets. But I still got to put my hand down and say that this is Golden State Warriors championship this season. The Boston Celtics have done well in order to get past the Brooklyn Nets. Um, I forget who they got past in the conference semis, however. Yeah, it was the Bucks, and that went to uh, seven games as well. So I think that the Boston Celtics are going to have some fatigue going into this finals. They got uh, three or four days off now. Three days, actually. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And then they're back at it on Thursday. They got to travel. They have, like, Golden State Warriors have the home arena advantage, home court, and... So Boston's going to be, it's going to be up to them to steal one. We'll find out on Thursday if they can get game one or game two. 
uh, and then bring it back to Boston and see if they can maintain an, any advantage that they can try and grapple on. But Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, back at it. Splash Bros, better than ever. And I think that Steph Curry and his cast are looking at uh, taking home a third NBA championship ring. They had their battles with LeBron. Now he's out of the way. Now it's for them to take. And it seems like each year we're looking at some of the GOATs taking backseat to um, the new era. And with A. Wiggins looking at his first ever conference championship ring, Jason Tatum looking at his first ever conference championship title and ring, Al Horford, He's a little bit of that experience, so it's beautiful to see him finally get into the NBA Finals after having four attempts at the conference championship. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown both having three attempts now. Hey, push going to come to shove, and we're going to see who's about it, about it, but I still got to say, out of everyone left, Golden State Warriors, well, there's only two teams left, but I had, back in the conference championships, I thought that they were the best team out of the four. And that is still my case. And I rest my case. It's going to be purple and gold. The title coming back to California. And shout out to Tupac. Last time that that happened, it was like his birthday. So hopefully on Pac's B-Day once again, we can have uh, the gold and the blue uh, parade. Because that would just be beautiful to celebrate Tupac with the rest of the world, June 16th. Let's make it happen. You feel me? Uh, yeah, no no UFC this Saturday, um, just the other day, but we are looking at Volkov versus Rowan Struke happening next weekend, Saturday, June the 4th. Volkov taking on Jarzinho in the main event. Dan Ige against Movsar Evloev in the co-main in a featherweight bout. And another featherweight bout has been added. Mike Triziano versus Lucas Almeida. Uh, Karen Silva taking on Poliana Boteo. And Alonzo Manfield against Askar Moskarov. Finally, another women's uh, fight will happen to open up the card. Felice Herrig against Carolina Kowalkowicz. Wow, that's a t- that's a bad one. Well, I mean, beautiful name, but really tough to say. So that's happening. And then the following week, UFC 275, Glover Tessera versus Jiri Pro- Prochaska, Valentina Shevchenko putting her title on the line against Talia Santos in the co-main. Uh, Weili Zhang, Joanna Jerzejczyk, Yajarino Bonturin, Manel Kepe, uh, Jack Madalena versus Ramazan Emeev, and cancelled bout between Marvin Vittori and Robert Whitaker, the Reaper. So hopefully we see Robert Whitaker back in action soon. I know that he lost his last fight, didn't he? In it against um who who was it? Against Israel Adesanya, yeah. So. That was a couple months ago now. So Robert Whitaker, I'm not sure what happened between him 
and Marvin Vittori. Let's do a quick Google and see if we can find out. Um, he, yeah, Robert Whitaker has pulled out. Ah, uh, thank you. Pause. <laughs> Whitaker, the former UFC middleweight champion, wrote that he suffered an injury earlier in training camp. Won't be healed in time for the bout, for which was set for June eleventh in Singapore. Wow, UFC two seventy five taking place in Singapore. That's really big news. So make sure you stay tuned. Um, in the following weeks, we'll give you updates on those cards and and much more. We okay, before we get on out of here, bingeables talk. Better Call Saul, wow, um, I think it was episode 7, we've been talking about how the whole long con on Howard Hamlin has been going down, um, Kim and Jimmy working it to a T, and they got Howard Hamlin to essentially look like a fool in front of everyone in that Sandpiper settlement case, it looked a mess, somehow he was able to get a certain ointment on these photos, that they took of the mandem who had the broken arm, who was going to be sitting in as the ruling judge or mediator, acting mediator in the Sandpiper settlement case. And somehow Jimmy and Kim pulled it off. The con worked and Sandpiper case was blown to bits. They had to accept um, a lower settlement, which sped up the settlement because Howard Hamlin looked like a drug addict, looked like he was believed to be um, sleeping with uh, prostitutes and basically uh, unfit to see through the job. And he had his own colleagues saying that they were going to, they had to report to the shareholders any of the updates on the case. So it wasn't looking good for Howard and he showed up at the end of the episode at Jimmy and Kim's flat. Now, little bit of backstory. They were joined before I talk about who they were joined by. Lalo Salamanca, our favorite guy, was in the sewers across from the laundro like the laundering business that Gustavo Fring was using as a cover up and laundering literally it's right in the name it's a laundering business they launder money through it and their meth lab that they had built by the traveling germans um underneath it which is used in breaking bad this is all just a precursor it's an origin story of jimmy mcgill better call saul into breaking bad with brian cranston jesse pinkman the whole lot anyways Lalo Salamanca trying to do the deed for his uncle, uh, Hector Salamanca, trying to uncover what Gustavo Fring is up to so he can catch him in his tracks and report back to the Salamanca cartel. He thought that he had all of the info that he needed. We thought that the end of the episode was going to entail Lalo raiding the laundering uh, business and uncovering the underground meth lab. However... This is where everything ties together. He circles back and goes to uh, Saul Goodman's flat, finds Howard Hamlin um, confronting Kim and Jimmy 
about the con that they had played on him. He's like, he really was calling them out for who they were. He's like, you guys get off of this. And they truly do. They they were making sweet, sweet love to each other while Howard Hamlin's whole career was going down the drain. They couldn't get enough of it. Uh, you got to love when a good plan comes together. The endorphins come out, you know, you, it's, everything feels good. The wine tastes sweeter. Anyways, they were just in the process of telling Howard to get out of their apartment when, you guessed it, Lalo comes through and he pulls out a silencer, twists it on to his gun. And if you don't want any spoiler alerts, now's the time to tune out. He only let off one gunshot, but Howard Hamlin dead. I got a feel for the guy. I got a feel for the guy. I liked Howard. He was pivotal to the series, but I feel like now we're reaching a point, season six, Better Call Saul, where we're getting rid of some characters because they're really not even there when Breaking Bad comes around. Now I'm really fearful for Kim because Kim's nowhere to be seen in Breaking Bad. All that we do see, though, is uh, uh, Jimmy McGill's, like, office assistant. So I really f- am fearful for Kim Wexler. We love her so much, but we all, it, this is almost like Spider-Man. Like, Mary Jane, you're, you're in danger by being in love with me. I gotta let you go. Um, the office assistant, of course, in Better Call Saul, I'm talking about is Francesca Liddy, who who is doing a really good job, by the way, of um, decorating Saul Goodman's new office space. Just wonderful job. She's she's ringing in the cake. She's spending it where she sees fit. Um, we do know that Gustavo also makes it to better uh, Breaking Bad. So if anyone's going to win the war, I'm just guessing that it's going to be Gustavo and... Uh, Mike is going to have to deal with Lalo at some point here or another because we all know the cousins are in Breaking Bad, but Lalo nowhere to be seen. Hector is still there, but no Lalo. Tony Dalton just doing an amazing job. Love him. <laughs> Lick him up, shot. Bust it. Um, another series that is back is, you guessed it, We've been waiting for this one. I love those kids. Love them. Millie Bobby Brown. 18 years old now. Not saying anything. I'm just saying the kids are growing up. So the new season is here, season four, ST4. Oh, get ready. Um, we all know at the end of last season, there is a nice little um, recap. However, the one thing that I w- was a little bit pissed off about was 
the posters alone let you know that uh, Officer Jim Hopper, the, you know, basically like the, the head officer of the town that Stranger Things takes place in, Indiana somewhere, some little town. He dies at the end of season three, and it's Joyce who sees him sees him out. She leaves him in the like tank in in the holding uh contamination chamber, and she has to press the button and let all this crazy electromagnetic activity happen, which forces the demogorgon, whatever the hell that thing is into another like space-time continuum or some shit. You can just tell that they've gone somewhere. Um, this season opens up with... It's it's very Euphoria style. The way that they're, they're all going back to school. They're all living their lives. Lucas is a jock now. And... Um, Bobby's little sister isn't... Is having an identity crisis. Max is, is not down with Lucas anymore. They don't want to be friends. She dumped who dumped who, whatever. Uh Dustin is still getting down with that freaky chick from another town away. Long distance girlfriend, which ended up being real. Uh Will is um him and him and his mother Joyce and his older brother Jonathan have moved to another city. Uh, I think they're living in LA now or some shit, which is pretty cool. With Eleven, because she was orphaned, because Hopper was gone. Now, the posters already show that Hopper is not gone. There was a Russian doll sent to Joyce's house with hundreds of stamps on the box. And Joyce finds out, after calling the crazy scientist that helped them in the last season... They find out that there's a written message inside and it says Hop, it's Hopper is alive. Um, he's in another time or some shit. Um, of course, Will and Eleven. Will has some kind of jealous beef with Dustin about who's got the cooler girlfriend or some shit. Uh, Will's in a D&D club, which is nerds. Um so they're in high school now and there's a couple of older year guys one of them being a drug dealer who rocks with his cock out um is leading the dungeons and dragons club and then he ends up selling to like the the hottest chick in the school aka like the the captain of the basketball team's girlfriend her name's like victoria or vicky yes vicky is going through a dark time this jumped through quick she went from wanting some weed to, you got anything stronger? Uh, send the Special K through. She meets up with uh, the the nerd Dungeon Dragon leader at his house to pick up some Special K. And that's where this whole season takes a really crazy turn. Like, I'm talking about, this is on some Raised by Wolves shit. Like, the way that season two of Raised by Wolves ended with some exorcism, like, some witch shit, like, Vicky was completely possessed, she went up into the ceiling, her eyes rolled back, um, her body basically busts open or some shit, like, it's alien meets raised by wolves, it's some, literally some Ridley Scott shit, 
And I had to put it down from there. I was like, okay, Stranger Things is back. <laughs> Literally. Um, so can't wait to see what the rest of the season is like because season four is already taking a dark, dark turn. We going into the upside down and we might not come back. <laughs> so stay tuned. Next week we'll definitely let you know if we finish Stranger Things. It might be a binge. It might not. We might take it slow. We might take it fast. But just know, this ain't for kids no more. They're all grown up. As we, As proceed. we proceed. And it's time to get on out of here, y'all. Um, It's been a good time. I mean... We've laughed, we've talked, we've had realizations. Free of style. Free of style. Gang. Gang. We've had a little bit of cloth talk. We've gotten in some pop. We've gotten into some hip-hop. I don't think we really did any rock. I mean, dope, man. And so, as we look forward, we have a new single from Post Malone featuring... Roddy Rich. This one's called Cooped Up. Post Malone is due out next week. His album, 12 Carat Toothache, releasing on June 3rd. So get excited, y'all. This one's called Cooped Up featuring Roddy Rich. This is Freestyle Podcast, episode 97. We got it right this time. I'm about to pull When she tell me where to, <laughs> I pull out. <laughs> we ain't been gone too long, but we back once again. It's the Freestyle Podcast, episode ninety-seven. Luther Van Sauce. Follow me on Instagram at Four Salt on Twitter. Luther Van Sauce. Replace the A with an X. Now I gotta reset.
track that came out over a year ago called one right now it's all about anxieties of sleeping with women and well i got one coming over right now <laughs> anyways that's that's old this is new kanye west xxx tentacion rest in peace to x love that he's going to be on the new donda 2 album on a few tracks this one's called true love kanye west xxx tentacion freestyle like i said just come out consistently come out play hard it's worth uh, for 48 minutes shouldn't be this complicated so i died in your arms track one donda two it appears it's coming soon super dads out there that go above and beyond to provide for their children we talked about the divorce lawyers when all that shit is over to the side it comes down to do you provide for your kids do you love them are you a presence in their lives show up show out every day do it for your kids man next generation we need to foster the youth Thug life, baby, baby. If you know, you know. No hard feelings, but these feelings harder. No, no hard feelings, but these feelings harder. No hard feelings, but these feelings harder. Yo, Kanye might be the best father rapper in the game right now. Every verse he puts out. He's putting on for his kids. He's talking about the family. What about black America? What a family is to them today. Shouldn't be. And with that, we out, yo. We are out. We are donezo. Thank you so much for coming through once again today. A little bit of a light pod. But hey, I'd rather take it that way the never we continue 
to progress together. We on the road to 100, baby. Stop just making me excited. <laughs> making me real excited. That was a greatest night in the history of television. Okay. Okay. Yo, I'm literally forgetting that City Girls had two amazing interviews, one with Nardwar at Coachella, the other with Speedy from Complex. Um, there were a lot of teachable moments. Um, there was a debate about whether the City Boys or City Girls are up. City Girls always up. Um, shout out Carisha, shout out Jatavia, uh, the City Girls. Uh, going on tour with Jack Harlow this summer as well. Could not be more jealous, Jack. Um, yeah, like we learned lots of things. Even that the City Girls, Carisha, she was in the video for uh, Ace Hood, um, Rick Ross, DJ Khaled's I I'm So Hood. Um, so she's already embedded in the game. Uh, Jatavia also... I can't remember too much need to definitely need to study up once again, but like they both have family that worked in the music industry. Um, I think Jatavia, her father, grandfather was running a label as well as, uh, Carisha. Um, she was friends with some reputable people as well. So it's just nice to see, a more personal side of the city girls. They like to have fun. They, hey, they wake up, get their cake up, and nothing else matters. Of course, their mothers, well, Carisha's a mother. Jatavia clowning on Carisha's snack cupboards. Hey, it's, it's all fun, and we love the, the city girls, so shout out to them too. Period. They started this shit. They started this shit, so period. Get ready for more music from them. They're ready to drop their next album uh, coming up. So look forwards to the follow-up to their their last album, which was, of course, City on Lock. So their single Top Notch. They, they always do in philanthropy on Top Notch Fridays, giving out cash to all the, the honeys out there. Throw your cash apps in there. Get ready. So... As we head on out, why not give love to the city girls? Shout out Saucy Santana as well. Wow, we really going from big upping dads to shouting out baby mamas who twerk for it. Hey, I'm here for it. What a sheesh. Looking for a big bitch named Kisha. Dope boy, what a reefer. Blowing pounds, low like Gisha. Pussy good, make them sing like a reefer. 
Saucy Santana just signed a new deal with the label too. Hey yo, with all that being said, we headed out for another week. Enjoy yourselves to the fullest. Nothing is promised today. We might be shot it down for monkeypox come next week, so stay safe, y'all. Continue to look to create and be great. And hey, most definitely tip tip your strippers, man. We all out here trying to get paid. Why is my sister with Takashi? Whoa, 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 whoa!